At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. One, two, three. Hello, and welcome back to the Mix of Music podcast. I'm your host, DK, and with me, as always, is the wonderful Legitimate Lou. Yeah, actually, I am the Legitimate Lou, so if there's ever another Lou... That's they're not, not the Lou. legitimate Lou. No, that's that's copy. That's black market. That's uh, <laughs> that's the Yankees. Uh, that is um, Chinatown. <laughs> Other Lou. All right. Um, this is a good episode. This is something we're gonna keep this one kind of short. Um, and I think it's a valuable episode. I'm I'm curious to see what kind of directions you'll go in with this. I know what directions I'll go, obviously. But uh, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to talk about the idea of having a part-time job or a full-time job while doing music. And maybe we'll go into when is an appropriate time to quit all your jobs to fully pursue music. If that's what you choose to do. If that's what you want to do or why it may be some good ideas to keep your day job. Yeah. And um, I think both options are great. And I want to start off by saying this. Um, As some, as many of y'all know, I'm, a fan of Gary Vee, and in one of his videos that I caught a long time ago, a while ago, he said, um, he said, those that have a part-time job to support what they really want to do are the real heroes. It's not embarrassing at all. We have this, created this culture where it's embarrassing to, to have a job alongside pursuing your passion. Um, and he said, it's not the case. I think it's more honorable and even more impressive if you can do something that you hate in order to spend more time doing what you love and to support doing what you love. That's mm-hmm. 
that is very impressive. So I think that's a great place to start is one, um, anybody that talks crap on or talks down on having a side job or a day job um, is entirely not the case. In fact, there's a lot of benefits to having a side job or a day job while doing music. Um, but I want to ask you before we really dive into it, as we dive into it, why did you bring this up? What was on your mind? Um, well, actually, uh, how can I put this? I've had many conversations with people in the past. I've had this thought for myself in the past. I've also wondered, you know, for a lot of people who talk about, like, should I go to school? Should I just continue my job and try to try to learn on YouTube? Like, what is the best route for everybody, right? It's such a relative thing. It, every case is different. But the part that really kind of shined for me was, you know how many people I know that work for the manufacturers we love that actually have a career as a mixing mastering engineer? They've got major credits. They've got their own plaques, but they themselves technically work a nine to five. But it's a nine to five that they actually enjoy because it stays within the field. Or I know people who have an amazing nine to five. They have like a government job and everything, but they've actually been able government to Government stri- jobs are not amazing. Hold on. Hold on. You say <laughs> that, but there's actually some jobs that are actually worthwhile having. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. Now, with that said, if you guys work for the government, with a salary no cap, with a salary cap. No, I'm sure there's <laughs> that. Yeah, that's why a lot of people go into private industry. But that's what I'm saying. Like, have you seen the benefits you get with it at the end of your contract? Oh, yeah, the benefits are great. Yeah. So, so on with that, that said, I mean, oh, yeah. I have a couple. Anyway, yeah. no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, I've found myself uh, noticing that I really don't care if somebody works another job. And like you said, Gary V has mentioned it before. There's a lot of people who think that because you work a side job, you must not be very good at this one, which has been the opposite of what I've noticed. Most people who have these nine to fives tend to actually really know what they're talking about, but they understand how the industry works and they've found a way to create stability and a way to focus on the clients that they want without having to... Uh, I guess, have to set certain price points to stay afloat in order to have to live a struggling engineer in the music industry lifestyle to work with the clients they prefer to. They actually have no financial restriction at that point. Those who have figured it out do a really good job at this. Yeah. And and so I think that's one of the things that I want to talk about uh, as well, which is financial restrictions as well as motivations due to finances. And I think the the fair thing to say is we do have a lot of listeners that we know of that are teachers on the side, even if it's in or out of music. Um, we have therapists, we have doctors that are listening to the podcast, we have lawyers that are listening to the podcast, we have grocery store checkout clerks listening to the podcast. We have all sorts of things. We have high schoolers, we have uh, full-time college students, um, all that jazz. Uh a bunch of diverse group of people listening to the show as we have a very large show and large audience here. So first off, thank you for listening to the show. And I think that we've had a lot of conversations with many of these people and uh, we've also had our own personal experiences. So briefly, I want to go over our own personal experiences because I think this is a good time to set up kind of like a background on our own. Um, I quit my last job and got my last W-2 um, in college in 2015 or 16, 2016. And that was the last time I worked for anybody. So about five years ago Mm -hmm. and I've been full-time since I have been broke and that has never changed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but over the years I have been able to make more and more money. When my son was born, 
three years ago, July, three years ago. Um, so what is that? 2018, July, 2018. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, my wife stopped working. So for two years, um, we were reliant on my wife working, um, full time, uh, to pay the rent. And then in 2018, my wife stopped working completely and it was hundred percent reliant on me. Um, and I chose to take the potentially stupid route of focusing a hundred percent more on music. Um, and as soon as the baby was born, um, that's how long I've only been doing music and supporting a child and a wife on that. And now two children. And there's been lots of different things. Like for example, finding if you are in the low income bracket, then you can find a broker for your health insurance that can help you find the best deal. Obamacare is great. Um, and Medicare sucks. Medi Medi-Cal here just sucks. If you can find uh, a broker to help you go through. So there's a bunch of different things. So, and if you have kids and especially if you're married with or like married with kids, um, there is actually financial benefit to this as well. <laughs> uh, my children have, uh, uh, at least as of this last year, has a financial, there's a number behind them. I make money from having it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and it depends on where you are in the tax bracket and, and the different programs that you're in. Um, I know that uh, because I was married while going to school, I didn't pay for a dime of school because it was covered completely by FAFSA. FAFSA grants were uh, a substantially more if you're married while in, during college and more so if you have a kid. So, or kids. So that was, that was great. So there's lots of different ways being in, in America. My story is in America, I've been proven to that. There's a lot of great systems around that can help support you and your family, um, in various different areas of your life. Uh, as long as you financially plan well, uh, we're really, really good at not spending money. Me and my wife, we're really good at kind of planning things out. Uh, we've been able to make it work. No debts, um, just completely safe. Now, uh, I think that there's also many people on the other side, which they graduate school and already had a full-time job, maybe some bioscience, biotech engineer. And they're like, you know what? I can't be creative enough. And they need to, they just want to, they just need to get into music or else they're going to die. Um, so that just wasn't my case at all. I've never had a comfy job, which in some cases was great because I've never known. No, there was times where I started companies and, and uh, I did make more money um, in some parts of my life from the companies that I helped start. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of my story. I, I'm going on tangents. I don't want to go on any tangents, but uh, uh, what's your story, Lou? Uh, plain and simple. Uh, in my early 20s, I just spent my time here in LA playing uh, music with my friends. We played shows and everything. Uh, all throughout that time, I was going to school, uh, working regular jobs and everything, but I quit those jobs, we'll say... Yeah, around the same time, like 2015, 2016 was the last time I was actually working because I think this is my fifth tax year. So, yeah, about five years uh, paying taxes as uh, as an engineer and nothing else. But the funny thing is um, I actually still try to find ways to get regular work without having to be a dedicated recording, mixing, or mastering engineer. Because I think people forget how many other jobs exist in our industry. There's voiceover, there's live sound, there's uh, concert venues help, like if you're a stagehand and all that. All these jobs exist, and uh, I took advantage of that, especially being that we're in L.A. Uh, just like in Vegas, Miami, New York, there's always events in L.A. 
So I actually worked for event companies who actually helped me build up my experience and everything. Uh, so I was working with like Magic Johnson one day to Snoop Dogg the next day, but it was really working a live sound console. Even though I wasn't really necessarily looking to be a live sound guy, it was still really good practical work. It was still technically a nine to five. And this is I up was, until 2016? No. This was like 2015, 2016 when I first started doing this. Was Actually, this contracted more, work? Was this 1099 or was 1099, this 1099, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, even before that, like I was working with uh, with like different school district people and all that that would hire me for the school events and all that to do uh, work for them. Like I've really been doing this since I was 18, but like quit the job and focused solely on audio-related work. It was like 2015, 2016. But the funny thing is, um, technically speaking, I still held a nine to five. If you really look at how I worked with some of these companies, they'd call me weeks in advance, giving me schedules and everything, but everything was 1099. I was engineering. I was actually setting up consoles and running sound and everything. But, uh, the way the companies would structure it is it was just a regular nine to five, except instead of a W2 or whatever, they give you a 1099. Um, but at the same time, I was still mixing. I was still recording for a ton of people. I was still interning at different studios. I was doing everything I could, but I chose a work life of extreme flexibility, the ability to say no to certain scheduled gigs and all that. Um, I basically still worked an essential nine to five, except, uh, it was more structured around your availability versus the company's requirement. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's, that's the main difference um, between us. Um, and this is going to be a common story between other people as well, which is you were, a, you were able to stay and have jobs that were within the audio world. Yeah, I think that was a big focus of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and you are a jack of all trades. Like you've done studio design, you've done live sound, you still do some live sound now yeah. and there. Um, and a studio owner, right. And various different things. I think, um, that is awesome. And then I went into the path of, I did, I started businesses outside of music as well. I mm -hmm. still own a marketing firm. I started a few different firms and, uh, marketing, uh, consulting agencies and different things. Um, and, uh, one of them did really well, but, uh, I think it's still within the realm of, we somehow decided not to do anything else other than to work for ourselves. And, yeah. and granted it was, it was put, it was a lot of pride. It came sometimes that comes from a place where it's not necessarily good. Oh like, yeah. I, pride I would say, has cut more opportunities than anything else. So like, for example, like I cannot work for somebody else due to my lack of ability. Like I wish that I was able to work under someone and had patience and, you know, but, and I've always been overachieving and overambitious and I hated being paid by the hour and not by my product, like by my efforts. Mm -hmm. Even my last job when I was working at Guitar Center for the second time, um, the store wasn't doing very good. They just opened, I helped open a new store in Utah and mm -hmm. it wasn't doing very good. I talked to the manager. I was like, yo, let me do some marketing campaigns on Facebook and all these social medias and like create content. There was just so much red tape and they wouldn't allow me, even if they didn't increase my wage, I wasn't asking for an increased wage. All I wanted to do was get more customers in the store. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, you can't do that. You can't use the company name. Obviously a bunch of like corporate jobs. They have this, like there's guidelines on how you can use the company name and like, creating content that speaks on behalf of the company, things like that, right? Basically, I couldn't do it. And that was really sad and un 
upsetting because like, yo, I was willing to do it for free even. I just really wanted to help the store and it didn't work out. So um, the reason why, there are many reasons why doing music is really great. Now here's the other opposite story. Actually, here's the opposite story of what happens as well. Now, this is a very common story. I know that we can both know a bunch of people that are in this. Uh, you leave school, you get with a non-music degree, and it leads you to have a nice paying job, a well-paying job, or a good enough paying job. Um, I know people that are within the tech dev world, um, that are within the consulting world, uh, a therapist as well, um, that then decide to go into music. And they have the ambition to then try to go full-time into music after having a cushy job. Now, I have not seen very many... Well, granted, I haven't seen many people in, from similar to our situations make it or do well either, support themselves and their families with what we do. Um, but I would say I don't know anybody off the top of my head that has come from a comfy job and decided to leave their comfy job to pursue music full-time. And I think... And, and have been able to do so uh, because when when you have a comfy job, you take out you you're able to pay for insurance for your car. Maybe you do some healthy debt like for a car or mortgage. You have payment commitments that you have to do um, and switching over. All of a sudden you can't pay any of that stuff. It's really difficult. Um, emotionally, it's a lot more stressful coming from money than all of a sudden not having money is a lot more stressful than to never have money yeah. <laughs> and to stay never having money. Um, as well as, uh, so it's just like the time commitments as well. Like if you got to start off tracking, like the hours are just ridiculous potentially and, and you're coming from, okay, max cap. I can complain if I'm working more than 40 hours a week too. Now I have to voluntarily choose to be the punching bag for this producer for a hundred hours a week. Yeah. And it's, it's just so much more demanding physically and emotionally that it's hard for people that was able to live more life more easily with less work, um, to be able to make. And I don't think that at the end of the day, what they want is more creative freedom to not work under someone to do music all the time instead of doing whatever the heck that they're doing for money, right? And it's more of like an emotional thing than it is like, yo, I want to do this so I can make money off of it. Yeah. Um, so it's just there's less pushing them. There's there's a plan B. They can always go back to whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. um, it's just really hard to find that commitment in someone, even even under in someone that is overambitious and very well qualified and very, very dedicated. It's hard to find someone that can actually follow through coming from a full cushy job. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it's important, uh, you know, with the subject that we're talking about. Uh to not actually beat yourself up for wanting a second job. And I say second because this is a job. Nonetheless, you have your clients, you have your responsibility, you have your deadlines, you have everything in front of you. But the reality is we live in a very chaotic industry. Now, those who have found ways to succeed usually have a high-profile name that they have to continue working with uh, in order to maintain that. But if you don't have some level of high a high notoriety name client, then you have to have many, many clients, which means you have lots of work on your table to make an equivalent pay. All right, cool. But if you're still coming up in the industry, many people think that if I take on a part-time job, 
I have immediately failed. If I take on my full-time job and just never leave it, and I don't pursue this, I'll never be taken seriously. And to be honest, there's two sides of that coin. You're right. You're absolutely right. There are many clients who will not take you seriously. With that said, those clients don't know you. The reality is this. We all have different responsibilities. We have families. Some don't. DK's married. I'm not. Uh, I'm engaged, but legally speaking, not married. Because of this, certain benefits that he has do not apply to me. Uh, I may have to work harder for certain benefits to come through. But if this is really what you want and you want to find an easier way to be able to deal with the stress, having a part-time job is not a bad idea. Think about it. You have a steady check that you can support your family with or yourself or whatever, cover your cost of rent, pay your mortgage, whatever, that you don't have to stress if it's going to be achieved or not. And then on top of that, you don't have to deal with these bullshit clients. Okay, yo, this is actually, this is something that I've been talking to with my boy Nels, right? So there's a few main things, reasons why you want to have, potentially want to have a side job or a day job. One is it forces you to be on a schedule. I would say many creatives, and I say creative specifically, have a hard time going to bed on time, waking up on time. Um, they cannot. They have a hard time putting themselves on a schedule. So if you have a job, then it forces you into a regular schedule, which is so emotionally and mentally healthy that I don't even have to source reasons why, right? Like this, it's so just well-known, right? Um, and then the second thing is... Um, it gives you obviously covers your bottom dollar. Like your rent is, you can, you can, because it's work that is consistent. You can plan for how much of rent can be paid your credit cards or whatever it is, right? Everything you can start to plan. You can't really plan if you're hundred percent a freelancer uh, to a certain degree. And the, the third thing is, and I, and I say this depending on who you are, and this is mostly for the introverts out there, it forces you to have a friend group outside of music, which is actually super important. If mm -hmm. all of your friends do music all the time and that's the only friends that you have, you will be missing a sense of freedom and, and friendship where they don't give a crap who you've worked with and what you do for a living. They like you for being you. And that's great. That's great to have as well. So, those are three benefits that I've been thinking about off the top of my head, which is great. And and there's many jobs out there where you can work part-time and have full-time benefits. We're not even going into benefits. Like Costco is famous for having, I'm pretty sure, I need to source myself on this one, but I'm pretty sure Costco, well, Costco just raised their minimum wage to $17 an hour, which is $2 higher than U California's minimum wage, right? And then on top of that, um, I think they offer full-time benefits for part-time employees. Like mm. what a great day job you know, Costco. And, uh, yeah, it's, it does take a hit on your pride and it is humbling to have to lower yourself to that, to, to potentially work at another gro at a grocery store. But, um, the point is like, you need to take care of yourself and take care of your responsibilities. Um, I'm tired and it's, I don't know why people are not, if people shouldn't be embarrassed about having a day job, people should be embarrassed about saying, I've had to give up my relationships, my, my marriage. I've had to give up everything to pursue music. No, you don't have to give everything up. If you plan well, mm -hmm. and if you take responsibility, you can do everything. And I yep. don't think it's healthy. And the reason why doing music for a living um, is not good is because it, as agreeable people, right? We're engineers, 
tend to be on the more agreeable side as, as you heard with, um, with the interview that we had with Jeff Jackson. Um, uh, one thing that you don't have to do is lower your price because you need work is to lower your brand. And, and I don't want to say whore out yourself. Uh, there's a better way to say that, <laughs> but, um, like I, I think there's, you're not really bound by financial needs and you're not motivated by financial needs to make stupid decisions. Like you can make smart decisions, not motivated by financial needs. Um, which then in turn will free up your time. You get to choose who you want to work with from the beginning. Um, and you can, you can do what you want to do. You don't have to make uh, music full time to do well and to enjoy the process. I I've, I've also met, I mean, you've, you've met a few people like this where then they go full time or they are full time, but they're absolutely miserable. Yeah. They're oh, not man. happy. You know, it, it's, I'll be honest. There, there's a few people I actively talk to that I feel bad for. There you go. Yeah. I'm not saying names. I'm just saying like, I, I hope that they find a happier way to work. Absolutely. And, and I was talking to someone literally last week, um, where they're now in their late thirties and they saw me, I'm 28 with two kids doing music full time and I'm not really doing the whole 7 PM to 7 AM sessions. and he flat out told me how he was very jealous and how he wanted to do that. And that's what he was working for yeah. is to kind of be in my situation, which is really humbling um, to hear that, but also like extremely like that's like, it's really hard to get out of that lifestyle. It is. And that's miserable. Like, and he's saying like, sometimes he wished that he went into a diff totally different direction. To be because honest, because of that schedule, because it just eats him alive. To be honest, if you talk to a lot of people in uh, like post production sound or uh, people who do ADR or Foley, you'll find out that many of them came from music. Oh, because it's a lot more consistent and regular, and the pay is higher. The editors' the respect guild is higher. There's like an actual. Um, there's a union. Dedicated there's a union to, to it. So yeah, and and uh, a friend that we know that's been on the show, uh, Shaq, who is. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, Bob's Bob, uh, Bob Horn, Bob Horn's uh, assistant right now. Shaq came from editing mm -hmm. from the editors guild and said this sucked and then j wanted to go back into music. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was talking about the financial responsibilities, like it become becoming a lot tougher because the guild did cover him. And, but in the end of the day, just, it just, it still sucked. Right. Yeah. So the point is, um, we're out of time. Um, the film's about to cut out. Um, but, uh, real quick, Thank you so much for sponsoring the show, Isotope. Oh, yeah. Um, Isotope is so amazing. They've got the, the plugins that we want to talk about today is actually RX because we're talking about film TV. RX mm -hmm. is a wonderful noise manipulation, sound manipulation for dialogue, for editing. You can cut out hums, hiss, so spit. You can say that uh, it kind of fixed our last episode. Yeah, well. we, had, we had microphone <laughs> problems and RX came in and it got rid of the hum and the noise. And the hissing, um, most of to it. what you're going to hear, it's it's like a day and night difference. Yeah. So uh, on that, it's like so RX, you know, and you could do. Um, usually, it's a seven day trial, but they've extended it. If you use our code, if you go to isotope.com backslash mm podcast, one more time, that's isotope.com backslash mm podcast. You can do a thirty day trial for their everything subscription, and then uh, or you can get ten percent off your next purchase with their code mm pod. Uh, so yeah, visit isotope.com backslash mm podcast to hear about that. Anyway, um, 
so there's many reasons why you may want to have a part-time job and may want to keep a day job. And I also know a few people. I do know a few people that have plaques, have mm-hmm. Grammy nominations and Grammys that keep their day job, yeah. as you were saying earlier, too. Yeah, trust me. The people that I learned from working at a school were Grammy winners, were plaque holders. Uh, we're talking about people who, you know, when I was in school, and even to this day, I still have lots of respect for them, but, like, these are people I looked up to. And technically speaking, wholeheartedly, that's a nine-to-five. That's yeah. a nine-to-five, and I still had respect for them. So this idea that it's shameful to have a nine-to-five while pursuing your dreams, that's stupid. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. And uh, on that note, like, I think the best thing to say and a great way to end this is you have to do you. Now, we can be motivating and tell you that you can quit your job. And and if you want to do that, you should try to. I think that we encourage people to if you if you've been looking over the edge and you want to jump, then jump. Um, because you can always go back. We're talking about our careers. Yeah, we're talking like jump, like as in j- make the leap, take the leap of faith to go full time in music and quit everything else if you want to. You can always go back, right? Um, Starbucks and Costco is always hiring. Now that being said, um, the one the one thing that we want to end with is saying that music is fun, but making a career in music is not worth sacrificing happiness. At the end of the day, and I don't mean to kind of get existential here, your own personal happiness directly directly contributes to the happiness that you can make the, the people around you, right? And and to the happiness of the world. And if you if you cannot find a happy, healthy balance between working full-time in music and your own personal mental health, then I would dare I say, I would say it's better to stay healthy, get a day job and to continue pursuing music as a hobby. Some people prefer and is healthier to pursue music as a hobby than it is full-time. And there's way too much nuance in humanity. Um, To be human, we all are going through the human experience right now. Nobody knows what the heck we're doing. We're all just pretending like we do. Um, And I want to say that um, you do you. You do what's healthy. You do what's best for you. Take responsibility. Take care of everything that you need to take care of. Don't risk everything and destroy everything for this thing that seems so great. Um, I want I want to wish everybody the best of luck, um, the most happiest of years and the happiest of lives. I want everybody to continue to enjoy music and um, be able to support their families, do whatever it takes. And... Um, And I want to give everybody the confidence right now. If you're listening, I want to give everybody the confidence that you know what's best for you. You have gut feelings. You you have very good instincts. And most likely, you have people that care about you. Everybody that's listening right now has people that care about you. And um, you can always go back to having a job. Or, but you cannot go back to having a family that you destroyed. You cannot go back to having friendships that you've lost, but you can always go back to having a job. I think that's a great way to end the episode here. Um, On that note, my friends, happy mixing and stay saucy. One, two, three.
trying to find the perfect distribution platform to get your music on Spotify and Apple? I personally use and love DistroKid. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash DistroKid to get a small discount and get access to a platform with unlimited uploads for a yearly fee. Happy uploading and enjoy the show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 